But now we move to cricket. We go back to cricket and, well, well this week it's been a fantastic airing on a, the ABC, um, abc.net.au and... Um, uh, you can find on the iView app um, Bradman and Tanduka, a, a documentary uh, that was unbelievably produced and presented uh, by our next guest, and that is Paul Kennedy. And we say good evening. G'day, Paul. G'day, Jack. How are you, mate? Well, fantastic, mate. Thank you so much for joining us, mate. How's the um, reaction been uh, since the airing? Sensational. Yeah, yeah. We went to air on Monday and... Uh Oh, you know, it's even um, gone past my expectations. I thought people might like our our show, our one hour documentary. We put a lot of effort into it, and um, yeah, the um, the response has been uh, through the roof. So yeah, I, I think people connected with 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 the story of excellence. You know, these two great uh, great cricketers, and and also you know just the human side of of people uh, striving to to be their best and. And we talked about their families, and we went to India and went to Barrow, and so yeah, it was, it's really um, struck a chord with people more than I would have even thought, Jack. So I was, I was wrapped. Well, as you would, but I mean, it's an extraordinary that no, no one's done it before. I mean, in the in the show that you mentioned that uh, Sachin was a huge fan of obviously Bradman, as we all are, but also Bradman was a huge fan of his. So I mean, yeah. to do this story that involved both of them um, is just incredible. Yeah, so, I mean, the premise goes back to not, not 1990s. In 96, Bradman did an interview with Bray Martin and famously said that Tendulka reminds him of how he felt at the crease, basically. Uh, and then two years later, there was this, you know, this great meeting where Sachin and um, and Warney uh, went round to his house for his 90th birthday. So, um, you know, it was just, well, you look back and you think, how did that happen? And so we tracked down the story and all the rest of it. It was remarkable. Tendulka came all the way from Chennai to be at Bradman's 90th. We spoke to Greta Bradman, um, Sir Don's granddaughter, and she explained that, that Bradman hadn't been well. You know, he, he was a bit, bit crook at the, that stage. He'd lost Lady Jessie, had died, and, you know, really big picked his spirits up to have Tendulka and Warren spend an afternoon with him. Uh, and then from there, you know, Tendulka goes and, and sets similar records to what Bradman did as far as run, run making. I mean, Bradman's 99.94 is, is way out in front. So is Tendulka's number of international centuries, and among other things. So, um, yeah, it was just... I, I thought it'd be nice for them to be in a show together to not not compare them to see who was the best, because Bradman's the best, um, but to compare their lives. And, oh, every step of the road, we came across these similarities between these two men. Oh, amazing, amazing. Now, how hard... Was it to track down Sachin? I mean, I can imagine in India he'd just be big news and be asking uh, everyone asking for him. Was it difficult to, at all to track him down and get a get time with him? No, not really. I mean, it's um, yeah, it's probably quite a feat, really, to, to interview Sachin. I'm not understating it, but we got in contact myself, my executive producer uh, Ben Knight, who did a power of work. He um, you know made contact with Sachin's managers or representatives. And then we pitched, pitched our idea and asked for an interview. And, you know, the, the real key to, to landing the interview was the story itself because mm. Tendulka had had so much uh, admiration for Bradman um, and so did his family and, and um, anyone he's been involved with in cricket over there in India. They just love, they love uh, what Bradman achieved. So, um, yeah, so that was, it was a... Provisional, yes, at the start because they liked the idea. Obviously, did their checks to make sure that 
you know, uh, me and Ben, ben Knight would do a good job. And, uh, you know, so our reputations were, were important there. And, and away we went. We flew out of Mumbai, uh, spent eight days on the ground there in Mumbai and met up with Sachin at, a, at an academy. His foundation sponsors kids to, to play cricket um, because they wouldn't have the money to do otherwise. So we met at an academy at this new stadium in Navi, Mumbai, which is sort of like a, you know, it's a, Mumbai's grown so much, it's almost like an, another city, but it's a part of Mumbai. And then, yeah, Sachin turned up. We, we were supposed to have maybe 10 minutes with him on the ground and then a sit-down interview inside. Uh, and it turned out to be just two hours of us on a cricket field talking. And, uh, yeah, it's just great. Loved it. He was a great bloke. I mean, you mentioned that you didn't, you haven't met him before, um, which, I, you know, sort of understandable, but just just being in his presence, was it just was it just incredible? Like, just tell us what yeah. that was like. Well, yeah, it was. It was a, it was a really a great honour. Yeah. Um, I tried, tried to interview him like every other journalist in the country uh, back in, I think it was 2011-2012. He was trying to get his 100th international century and he toured Australia, and you might remember that mm-hmm. he made an 80 in Sydney. Um, you know, he got close a couple of times. He, he was only going to do a press conference or interviews when he landed the 100th century, So, and he didn't do it on the tour, so no one interviewed him that, that, that uh, summer. Um, and, yeah, so oh, when, when it came around to it, I just had so much to ask him, yeah. and, you know, we went to Barrel, and so I've you know, done so much research and, uh, you know, one of the things that we were really planning and, and love to do was to get uh, this video that exists of Bradman in 1930 giving a batting master class and, and showing his, his stroke range. And, you know, we, so we, I desperately was wanted to ask Sachin to have a look at that and, and get his thoughts on how Bradman batted and the technique and style and, and then maybe take us through a few of his shots as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was... Um, I was excited and I was on it, but I, I really had a, had a job to do, so I was really focused on, on doing the best interview I could, I guess. Um, and, yeah, and, and in that process of it, you just realise that uh, here's, here's a guy who just loves cricket. Yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't play until you were 40 if you didn't love love the game. And as Gideon Hayes said, he never got bored of it, ever. And so as I was chatting to him, we just talked about cricket and it, and it flowed really easily. He posed for photographs after it with with the kids and their parents, and yeah. he's a very very calm man. You know, just the way the way he interacts with people. No wonder they call him the god of cricket. He's got a he's got a real calmness about him. And uh, oh yeah, just incredible. Was that, was that their best experience? Or I mean, there was also shots of you uh, playing cricket yourself over there. Well, yeah. So we, I mean, we travelled around Mumbai to interview people. Um, yeah. You know, Sonny Gavaskar was one, and we interviewed um, a really high-profile guy who actually happened to be Tendulkar's neighbour growing up. We interviewed a film director who shot all these commercials with Pepsi in the 90s. So we were just travelling all over the city. And, I mean, when you go from one side of Mumbai to another, it's it's two hours, two and a half hours in, in, your, in your car. So we, we saw all the city in slow motion, and, and as we went, we are just keeping our eyes out for games of cricket we wanted to film games of cricket and so um no problem with that we <laughs> we, we went to shivaji park we went to these what they call the the maidans and they're just fields with hundreds of people playing dozens of games uh, and one of the best ones was on a sunday um the central business district district closes down 
and guys get out and they play these games of gully cricket. And it's basically um, the one that we played was was underarm bowling, but it was tippity run. It was sort of like indoor cricket rules almost. They had yeah. scoring areas. You had to run, so the, your innings didn't last long. And and they could all play like they if if the, you and that's that's the game they they play. You know, every Sunday they get out there and play that game. Now, if, you, if all of the guys that I saw play those games, if you put them in club cricket in, in Australia, <laughs> they'd be valuable. You know, they take wickets and they get runs. They, they could all play. It was it was unbelievable. And I chatted to one of one of them for a little bit. He, he was, his English was pretty good, and I was chatting to him for a few minutes. And then he just very politely excused himself. He said he needed to get back to the game because he'd been waiting all week to play, and uh, you know, every <laughs> mi- every minute counts when you're playing cricket. So that's gorgeous. It, it, unbelievable. The, um, <laughs> The passion for cricket in India, and no they wonder they're the world power. Yeah, no, and obviously the huge series they've got uh, coming up in February. I mean, you know, you've, you've um, seen um, what it's like over there the last couple of uh, months. Um, obviously, they're preparing themselves for a big series. Yeah, oh, it's going to be good, isn't it? I mean, if you look at Test cricket just right now, as it is, it's um, you, you have to you have to relish Australia v India. The Ashes lead later this year as well with. Um, with the baseball approach, that'll be good. But, um, you know, other than that, you have to wait for, for these great series. So, yeah, let's hope Cam Green and uh, Mitch Stark are OK and Australia's at full strength because, who knows, I've been I've been watching those series for so long. You know, they wanted to break Bill Lurie's side's drought and they did that with Adam Gilchrist in charge in 04. It's 2001 still causes me to... Um, Shake my head that they, they, you know, the Steve Wolf follow on us. They couldn't quite get it done, and we haven't won since '04. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching how Australia approaches it, We've and the Indians will love it. They just, uh, well, they're just going to eat it up, aren't they? It's, um, and I think, uh, you know, the other thing is, I've, I think I've heard that the um, our film's going to get played at some special night. I think the Australian Prime Minister's going over there, might play it Ooh. at a night, um, and. Uh, Oh, and Tendulkar turns 50 in April too, so no doubt the series will be finished, but no doubt India's going to celebrate his 50th birthday big time. Well, that's, that's the thing. So, Walz and I have been debating the, in the summer that I think the India series is quickly becoming the most important series on the Australian, you know, sort of against Australia. Sort of thing. It's yeah. nearly bigger than the Ashes, or it could but well be at the minute, because winning over there is nigh on impossible. Yeah, I know. It'll take something special, and it's still, uh, yeah, it's still the, the the one that all the cricketers want to win, isn't it? Plus, the, I mean, the Ashes. You can't deny the Ashes. Yeah. Um, so it's those two, those two. But India, yeah, and they're going to be they're, they're going to be spin friendly wickets. Um, we know that. So whoever bowls with Lions going to have that big role. I'd love it to be Todd Murphy, the uh, the bolter is is um, taking off later this week. You know, to maybe make his debut over there. It's, uh, the storyline's everywhere, but Australia's batting lineups in good shape. Do they attack? Do they take their time? Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Good to watch. Oh, it's going to be great fun. It really is. It really is. Um, so, go back to your documentary. What was so looking back on it? Um, what was yeah. the best thing that you've learned out of it? Uh, what did I learn? Well, it sort of reinforces really that what. Um, what I have always thought that anything is possible if you put your mind to it, and obviously, you know, Bradman and Tendulkar had talent, but their families, their family life is very similar in that they grew up in a loving household. 
they'd never had any forced on them. They're like their expectations to perform were there from their family. They, they, their families provided great support. Um, they encouraged them to do their best, but that's all they did. Um, you know, they were both men that treated the game with respect. Uh, and, you know, look what happened. So, like, we had the Ben, ben Crow, the mindset coach, um, and Greta Bradman, of course, who knows their stuff in that regard. She talk about perfect mindset for performance. And uh, so that was probably a, a thing, is that his two boys growing up in Barrel and Bandra East in Mumbai, you know, and they, they wanted to be the best they could, and they, they tried their hardest, and they worked hard at it, and that's obviously... You know, they were gifted, but they used that and, and look what they achieved. So for me, that, that was a really human part of that um, the cricketing story. There's, they, you know, they're God of cricket and, and, the, and the greatest ever. But they were well, once boys who, or children who wanted to do their best and, and they, away they went. They did their best and, and they, achieved, uh, they achieved really amazing things and they inspired other people and Bradman passed it forward to Tendulkar and Tendulkar's had me with Jimmy Rodriguez so, you know when she debuted for India and it's you know it's just a good story about people you know, being their best yeah. so I love that uh, I, the, the other thing if yeah. I keep a short one yeah, for you <laughs> Tendulkar had some coaching tips I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of coaching I love coaching I've done it for 20 years and very successful coach too mate hey? you're a very successful coach I might add yeah, I've, I've, I've had success, but, you know, I've had lots of failures too, so I'm always looking for little tips. And Tenduka's explanation of what, how you should teach, you know, a young person in, in skill, he was talking about batting, but he said, um, he said, it's like cooking. When something's not going well, you don't just throw everything out and start the meal again. You just add a bit of salt. Uh, so that was a good analogy for me <laughs> with... You know, people have their strengths, young players, no matter what sport, they have their strengths. And, you know, you don't want to mess with it so much and, and deconstruct everything and turn them into a robot um, or we'll go too heavy on technique. But, you know, if it's cricket, you just want to coach their, to their strengths. And if you need to add a bit of salt, you add a bit of salt. <laughs> I like that one. That's a great one. Awesome. Hey, Paul, we might leave it there, mate, but thank you so much for joining us. Um, congratulations on it, on your documentary. Um, it's outstanding work by you and the team. Thanks, Jack. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Not a problem. Paul Kennedy there, oh, the superstar um, ABC journalist. And, well, look, as I said, Bradman and Tendulka, uh, make sure you find that and watch that because it's, yeah, as he just mentioned, incredible viewing.